0: Hey, patrons, welcome to another piece of bonus content. This is the bonus content to accompany episode 253. That's a lot of words that are hard to say right next to each other. I don't know why. Um, I don't have a lot to tell you. Uh, Lauren Mall, you heard her on the podcast. She's great. We talked about more stuff here, including some of the witchiness she mentioned. And I feel it's fun to talk about that. I'll be seeing her Friday night. Hopefully you will be, too, if you're in New York City. Let me know if you're going. And um, I think that's it. I had some protest stuff going on, I'm doing my 30 days to wellness, uh, which is working out great so far. Day two. That's really it. I'll do more updates about that on Monday, uh, or you'll hear the podcast on Saturday. You know, can I just again say thank you for being here? Thank you. Uh, here's Lauren Mall so hello patrons i am being joined right now by lauren mall who you heard on episode 253 and this is our bonus content yay thanks again for joining me lauren
1: thank you and thank you to these people listening because you guys are so special supporting art Um, you know, it's great to give to charity and stuff, but like art is the way of the future. So thank you for supporting Michael's podcast with your monies.
0: Yay. I love it so much. Yay. Um, speaking of that, like, it sounds like you do a lot of other jobs. Like I read somewhere that you teach like a theater, like theater kids, you do work in, um, like, retirement homes. I'm not sure if that's volunteer. It like, yeah. sounds like we have similar lives of piecing together 8 million things to make a living. Is that kind of what your world is?
1: Yes. Well, it used to be, now it's all mainly volunteer. Um, because in Chicago, when I lived there, before I got married, like, um, I was working any kind of odd job, Um it, like even in college I was like a children's party entertainer like every weekend I do like six parties it's like snow white just like trucking around uh, trunk like, full of props you know um and it's funny because I I learned a lot doing that job because the working class families would tip so much better than the rich families and I was like oh you learn a lot about people entertaining their kids oh their- yeah um, but yeah. And then when I, my husband is a total saint, um, and he works in the corporate world. And so he makes more money than I could ever hope to make with my art. So when we moved to New York, he was like, listen, we're married. Why don't you just focus on making art instead of making money? You know? And I was like, God bless you. <laughs> God bless you so much because I also have a chronic pain and migraines after I was like hit by a car. Ugh, long Whoa. story. Oh my long- God. So it makes it very hard to like sit in an office and like hold like a receptionist type of job, which is like what I used to do. Um, And so if I did that, I wouldn't be able to make any art because I would feel too sick the rest of the time, you know. So it's kind of a toss up. It's like, well, I want to feel good, but I also want to work in the arts. um, And so it's always like I have to kind of take breaks, take care of my body. But so thank God for my husband, because like, that's honestly like he is my he's my Patreon, <laughs> basically. Um, and so now I can do volunteer theater class teaching to preteens um, in a housing project in Chelsea. And then I do monthly senior citizen concerts. Um, and then I do a lot of rescue work with cats. Um, and, and in addition to making all the, the artistic projects I have. so.
0: Oh, that's like, I got to I got to get a guy like that.
1: Yeah, you got to just get a, get a husband who's working in the corporate world and has a little bit of that corporate guilt, you know, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's and amazing. It, it
1: eases their guilt. They're like, Hey, I'm, I'm helping the world by helping them make art, you know, because it's like kind of how it was like in, in Paris in the olden days, there were these courtesans who were these women artists who like had lovers that would like pay for all their stuff. Cause like when you're making art, you're not making money. <laughs> Right. I like to think of it's like, it's kind of like a housewife courtesan type thing.
0: (laughs) That is, I mean, whatever it takes, like, it sounds amazing.
1: It just said I can do so much volunteer work. Like, otherwise I wouldn't be able to volunteer so much. So
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, This whole, like, uh, partly, I I don't want to talk, it feels weird talking about Patreon on a thing that's only for Patreon people. Um, But like this, I mean, this is another thing that, I feel excited is coming back. This whole idea of p- having patrons yeah. supporting creative, creative work. Super exciting. It's yeah. very
1: hard. Cause like even the things that I, the artistic things I have done for money have not been rewarding, you know? And so it's just the, 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 never the twain shall meet really in my mind. Um, and so it's just nice. And I feel very fortunate, um, to have my husband helping me out like this, but also it makes me feel like I have a big responsibility of like, well, Hey, you know, you are set up now to make whatever you want to make. So you better fucking make some good stuff now. (laughs) You know?
0: Oh, yeah. Does that ever feel like? um, Is that ever an energy that sort of shuts you down in a way that kind of I I just see myself kind of turning that into fear or self doubt in some ways? Does that ever happen to you?
1: No, it just makes me feel kind of like, like I was raised Catholic. I'm not Catholic anymore. But it makes me feel like, kind of like, well, it is your duty now, Lauren, like you have all these blessings. It is your duty to share them now. Um, cause there was my favorite pe- patron saint, uh, when I was a kid was Saint Elizabeth of Hungary. And she was this like queen, like princess who like lived in a, in a castle. Um, but she would always give away stuff. Like she would always go out to the peasants and like give them free bread and like free clothes. And she was just like, always helping people even though she was like royalty and had a lot to give um so i look up to her it's like you know i have a lot to give like let me give (laughs) let me give my time and my art and my love so
0: uh that's beautiful thanks Uh, um uh you mentioned witchiness in the main podcast is that are you are you like Like, Are you full blown pagan? Like what's going on with that? Is that something you talk about? I have some background like in studying Wicca and stuff like that. So that's partly why I'm curious.
1: Yes. I I just love pagan because it's like, you're just not in a part of a You're just not in a religion. It's basically very DIY. Like, you know, how can you build your own community based around like spirituality? Um, So I have a lot of like good friends that I call my coven and we'll have like dinner parties. And um, I have a garden it's basically just, like, me enjoying, like, um, all the goodness from Earth and uh, enjoying, like, community and, like, spreading love. Like, it's it's just such, a, like, a hippy-dippy religion. And there's – I like that there's no right or wrong way to do it, you know? Like, every, every practicing, like, witch practices it differently. Some people are, like, all into, like, rituals. Other people are just more into, like, intention work. Like, even just lighting a candle with an intention, like, that's some sort of spell work, you know? Um, so I just like it because it helps me live my life um, in a more mindful way and with more intention. Um, and also, there's no guilt. Like, growing up Catholic, it's like nothing but guilt that I still, like, have trouble shaking. Um, so it's just nice to be a pagan because Christianity got all their greatest hits from <laughs> the pagan religion. So, like, Easter, Christmas, all the hits, they come from <laughs>
0: Just with added kind of yuckiness. Yeah, <laughs> that's my that's my in depth review.
1: Yeah, with added yuck, totally. And it just like you know, there's no like you know, pedophilia and paganism. Not like all those priests in the Catholic Church. It's like, come on, paganism does not have a history of like perpetually abusing people, which so many of the world religions have a history of. So it's like, I, I don't be a part of that.
0: Yeah, it doesn't have like any sort of shitty history, does it? Like. <laughs>
1: It's like shat on, but it's just because people don't understand it, but it's very like, it's very harmless. It's very just like a do it yourself kind of religion. You know, it's about looking in and looking out and just like being mindful and setting intentions and helping others. Like, come on, what's wrong about that?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I love it. Uh, I've I haven't been like doing as much, like I had some friends I used to meet with and we would do rituals and stuff like that. It's been a while. I should get back into that world. Cause I really like, it, I enjoyed having that kind of spiritual connection that was also not like you're saying, it was just, we're, we were just getting together and like, yeah, maybe this ritual is going to do something, but Hey, we're hanging out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I even think, like, sharing a bottle of wine with good friends is, like, a ritual, (laughs) you know? Like, it doesn't have to be fancy. You can just get together with people and, um, you know, set an intention for the evening with that bottle of wine, so.
0: Yeah, and theater, too, right? Like, all of this performance stuff is just a different kind of ritual. Look at us, ritualing (laughs) everywhere. Um, When you were a kid, were you uh, also a performer or interested in performing?
1: Oh, I am exactly as I was when I was eight. Like my friends who've like uh, grown up with me and like my family, like they are like, yep, Lauren, you're doing exactly what we thought you'd be doing. (laughs) Making paper doll videos, playing with glitter, having a ton of cats, you know, like (laughs) 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 that was like very witchy when I was little too. I was always making projects. I was always like trying to put on plays, like cast my younger neighbors in like, you know, neighborhood plays, like I would write all these original plays and be like, be in my show. Um, So I just I have not changed a bit, which is great, because like, I feel like when you um, with the preteens I work with right now with uh, my theater class, I can see that they're like trying to lose that more innocent side of themselves and be like a harder teenager, like, you know, a cynical adult. And it's hard. Cause like when I was a teen, I went through that and kind of lost my way. Um, but you kind of have to like listening back to your, um, the interview that you did with, uh, Oh no, I forget his, uh, his,
0: Jeffrey, Jeffrey Marsh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, talking about how you have to choose that, like kind of like innocence and joy. Uh, you have to kind of like choose to go back to that. And so I totally agree with that. And I've like, tried to choose to be that, like, happy eight-year-old
0: <laughs> as an adult. Yeah, what, what's, what was the process like of letting go of that uh, angsty adolescent? I think angsty is my word, so apply your own word. If you, you know, like you were saying, you went through that time period where you went into that, like, angry kid mode. Did you notice it and decide to turn back? Or- yes,
1: I was just afraid. I did not want to become apathetic. Cause I always saw that happening in a lot of like adults that I knew, like I felt like becoming an adult meant that you had to become apathetic. And, um, and I just was like, Nope, I'm going to reject apathy and I'm going to try to be as empathetic as possible. Um, and I think that helped turn it around. But then also like, um, it's kind of like a dual thing where just kind of having a lot of self doubt too at the time. And then when I realized that like, Oh, everybody has self doubt. Everybody's worried what people think of them. Like, that was probably the most freeing thing <laughs> when I realized that. I was like, why didn't I know that before? Like, why didn't anyone tell me that before? So,
0: yeah, I had a, I remember a specific moment I had like that and was like, wait a minute. Oh, th- it's not me that feels like a total loser, sham. Like, everybody feels like that. Okay, cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> now I can just do my thing. And I mean, the- it was a little bit more detailed pro- process than that, but. Th- those it's really interesting how we just make decisions about how we're we are and how we're supposed to be and it doesn't have to be like any of that.
1: Yeah, just live your best life like Oprah says. Come on, <laughs>
0: come on, it's easy. Yeah.
1: It's easy. <laughs> like the other night, the other night, my husband was like, "I just can't, I just can't be present. My mind is going everywhere." I'm like, just be here <laughs> and he was like yeah like that's so easy but uh, you know listen to what's going on around you be present hold yeah. a mask stall. you know
0: <laughs> the, the usual
1: the usual <laughs> it all works
0: oh my god i love it um thank you so much for doing yet a second interview with me I we could talk forever
1: yay i know this is so great thank you michael
0: yeah for sure so um i'll see you at the show and hopefully everyone who's listening will too Hooray! (laughs) Yay! Thanks again for joining me.